Available this holiday season, the toy that every kid will be clamoring for, the Ha! It's a Podcast action figure set. Available at places like Target, Walmart. Now you can have the Tyler Malik in your very home. Tyler says accurate lines like, Your mother. Now have Malik in your room as he says amazing iconic lines like, Have I always had this rash here? <laughs> Available now for way too much. Get it today. <laughs> today, today. Gentlemen, those of you and beyond, welcome to episode 32? I, yeah. I never remember. 32 of Ha! It's a po- or Ho, ho, ho! It's a podcast, complete with extra Christmas spirit. People now, smiling all around, the ladies laugh and hear that sound. And and, and we're sued. Damn it, I already, got a threatening, <laughs> I already got a threatening text from Disney, Tyler. God Corp's got to come at me now. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I want them to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you get sued just to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What was the um? What was I thinking? Oh yeah. Like, can you imagine if we actually do get like act big from this? We get like action figures. Of our- <laughs> <laughs> that would oh be interesting. My oh my god. <laughs> god, the Tyler the Tyler action figure would not be okay. It would just be a <laughs> Mick Foley action figure, but like, yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> My phrases are not something that need to be repeated <laughs> <laughs> to children. Oh my God! How, how, how you doing this, this evening? I'm doing good. All Almost right. done my Christmas shopping. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got three more people left. You're one of them. Oh, cool. I I cannot go Christmas shopping because I'm without job and with child. Uh, not oh, pregnant, what? but, but, <laughs> like, but what? um. I I am watching and babysitting a child a lot, so I'm I haven't to go heard of shopping. this child, Malik. But uh, I do have a job interview this Friday, so wish me luck, audience. Well, but your interview will already be over. Oh shit! That's right. That's right. So if that's right, so uh, I fuck. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Well, uh, we got some new tattoos, you and I. Yeah, we got tattoos. Mine's just fucking scabbing over right now. Dude, same. Ow, ow, So, ow. Malik, uh, for his birthday on December 12th, we got him, uh, me and two other friends, yeah, one of them yeah, being Adam. N- yeah, I didn't get a happy birthday from a lot of you audience listeners out there. They didn't know. You know exactly. <laughs> we never said in the podcast that your birthday was coming up. Yes, yes. I am now 24 years old, audience, so, you know. But yeah, for Dude. Malik's birthday, we chipped in and we all got him a tattoo. Um, Aww, you want to describe what you got? Yes, um, I got a High Republic tattoo because I'm a huge High Republic Star Wars nerd. It is the Jedi symbol of the High Republic, but with the Nile's eye graffiti on top and looks fucking sick. I actually posted on Twitter and um, the writers of the High Republic actually retweeted it and posted it. They're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Wait, the writers? Yeah the, people, yeah, the people who write the book. Oh, yeah. shit, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm like, now nah, give me a free book. <laughs> Dude, I, I so the tattoo I got, I got Soundwave. And my tattoo, uh, our tattoo artist, I say ours because he did yours too. Um, He did such a fantastic job on this Soundwave tattoo. I've been getting compliments left and right on the amount of detail that he put into this. And just like... People are pointing out like areas of shading and shadow and stuff like that, and they're like, "Damn, dude, this is nuts!" And I'm like, "I know, I love it so much." <laughs> yep. Again, uh, again, again, uh, our our, ta- our our tattooist. He again, he did, he took some artistic liberties with mine. Like I showed, I was showing some people in the, our Discord server, and like, "Damn, man!" Like, yeah, no, it looks it looks so freaking good. Yeah, they both came out fantastic. That was a fun day too. Yeah, it honestly, was a very we had D and D that day. We got tattoos. Good day. Yeah, oh my god, the things I've got planned for D&D. Uh, and uh, never forget uh, if I, one one phrase from our D&D session ladies and gentlemen, those of between and beyond. Get cocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cocked as fuck. Oh, cocked as fuck. <laughs> Did he say get cocked as fuck or something like that? He's yelling like know. get He yells I just remember yeah. hearing him say cocked as fuck. 
he did. I think he said get cocked as fuck because he because he did it. So for context, um, our wizard player um went down and um they were and the the Tyler and the party were fighting uh Terra folk, uh pterodactyl people essentially, and yeah. the wizard got knocked down and was like out for a little bit. Uh, he then gets rezzed and he then yells, uh, for what what I remember he yells get cocked as. Fuck. Fuck and cast a shrink spell on uh, the leader of the Terra folk. It was quite funny. He could have. Um, I like. I like chimed in halfway through that because um, another person that was with us was talking to me at the time. Mm. But um, I just I just remember hearing cocked as fuck and thought and that was table, hilarious. The table fucking dying. Yeah. Um, uh, you had your fucking moody ass banana. Like, <laughs> so I love your moment in the session because like, so we Tyler's characters essentially Groot were like. When you detach his body or he comes apart, he just regrows. But yeah, like he grows from like a baby to a teenager to an adult. And if it's small his... body parts, they grow back pretty quickly, almost as yeah, if it's or, like or, 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 or something. But or, if it's or like dead, the head, dead... I have to go through the aging process again. Yeah, got yeah. Or Deadpool with the baby legs, like you were. About yeah, to that's say. what I was saying too. Deadpool with the baby legs, and like uh, there was <laughs> fucking <laughs> that line. Now I know what baby balls look like on a fucking <laughs> grown man. Um, but uh, yeah, so like Tyler was a moody banana teenager and what happened was tyler ended up just kind of walking past the fight and just staring down the main bad guy of the le- of the leader and like <laughs> literally like while there's this chaotic fight scene happening before like behind him he's just staring at the leader of the ter- 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 pterodactyl people like Ugh, you're nothing. <laughs> it's actually kind of badass because nobody was able to hit him, so he was just kind of like effortlessly juking to the left and right. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Just slightly moving. It's like you just did not care, and then you ended up like decapitating one of the pterodactyl people to end the fight. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a good that was a good session. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I actually liked for a change. I actually got to challenge you guys combat wise. The dragon. Oh my fuck- god! I know that fight took two hours. That's yeah. the only like I didn't want it to take that long, but we kept getting well, distracted. But- yeah, again, but like also like I feel like this was also like it, it, it's it's partly because it like, again, it was a lot because first off, that was the most enemies you guys ever had in one fight. Yeah. Um, but again, like that happens in D like that like there are combats such as do go that long, especially if it's like a boss fight or something like that. But again, oh like, yeah. I was happy that I actually got to, like, challenge you guys, and, like, you guys actually had to, like, handle different things, like, you know, or it's like, okay, like, there's well, the eight pterodactyl people. Yes, the wizard almost died. Scabs also came close. Yes. Um, the fact uh, the, the fact that uh, your guide got pushed off the edge of the tower yeah. and almost died because and and no one wanted to go save her. Jordan didn't care. Um, <laughs> the paladin was too worried about the bard. And the monk is like, okay, don't monk shit, and had to like free fall essentially to <laughs> save her. Um, again, like again, it was long combat, but there was a lot happening to, for me at least. That like I still felt it was like interesting and really cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, like again, I, I I like yeah, that's what I like that. You hope if I know like I know like our group isn't like the most combat oriented, but like still like when you work in like telling a story in the fight in D and D, I think it can be like very engaging. Oh yeah, I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. Again, like I, I, I hope you enjoyed that long ass conversation. I enjoyed it because I got again, like I got, actually got to like fuck you guys up a bit. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think I speak on behalf of the rest of the group as well by saying we all enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I always, I'm so fucking like nervous whenever like still as as a fucking writer and a creator, I'm like fucking storytelling. Am I fucking good at this shit? You're very good at it. <laughs> mm. I mean, like it's easy for me to say because I enjoy your story to, storytelling, but like obviously you're gonna be critical of yourself, but like yeah. you're genuinely just a good storyteller. Yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes I worry. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I could do that better. You know, it's just, we were it's legitimately just comes... me and you both were legitimately able to scare people during our <laughs> Halloween episodes because we are good storytellers. <laughs> fair, 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 fair enough. Again, I, I have some ideas um, uh, for uh, going to the next session. I'm actually very excited to enact uh, if you guys, depending on which route you guys go. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Uh, I'm th- I'm enjoy- I enjoy DMing for you guys a lot. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, I'm excited to see where if you guys are able to stop this death plague. Because uh, it's it's so it's so funny to me because like one thing I do like um is that when the villain when they when the heroes have just like insurmountable odds against them because like looking at it you guys 
Yeah, you guys have the death plague. Um, Halia, you're 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 kind of like a human, like shadow network bad bad guy, as she's like got her own like evil evil anti party of villains, but also like she has her like shadow network of the Gentarum yeah. all throughout the jungle. And it's really cool that you guys have like these unsurmountable odds. And even so, there's other villains and other antagonists and characters you guys have not encountered yet. As you guys get as like as, as like as again like the camp. Campaign's kind of like an axe, <clears throat> and you guys are like <clears throat> you're 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 getting through like this like this this first like section of it. But uh, what? I'm sorry, just the way you clean your throat there, you're kind of like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you growled out of nowhere. It's like, I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to, to, for you guys to see what I've got in store. And uh, you guys did something really stupid last session, and we ended on your cliffhanger there. So you know. <laughs> hopefully, uh, you guys. Hopefully, you. Uh, hopefully, Dude, you guys. I was so survive. happy we threw a magic bean. <laughs> yeah. The first, the first thing you guys got was like really like limp. I was like, that's not interesting. What was it? It, it was like four just like random like monsters called shriekers appeared and like uh, they weren't really like that cool to me they they weren't it's like and, and me as dm i, I as the, I, don't, I don't a lot of dms probably don't do this but if i roll on a table i will literally say like i don't I, if it's not cool to me i literally just won't do it i'll just re-roll see what else i get because like some of these i some think these, it worked out great because you knew that we threw that being expecting something fucking incredible to happen yeah and- Lo and behold, we got what we asked for. A big, giant, like, Mosasaur-looking monster came yeah. out of the water. As soon as I landed that, I knew exactly how I was going to do this shit. Because, like, you, I'm like, okay, because, like, you guys did this because you saw, like, four crocodiles in the water. And I thought, okay. Cause my, my biggest fear was that you guys would get the fucking pyramid. Because <laughs> I was like, how I the really fuck? wanted the pyramid. I was like, how the fuck do I play that? Just a giant pyramid just spawns in the <laughs> middle of a thing. And now you guys have five. Well, you still have five beans left, so there's a little chance for you to eat the pyramid. Um, but like, literally, like, as, like as that happens, like, um, uh, like I knew I want. Okay, this big monster has this big ass mouth. What am I gonna do? Okay, so like the crocodiles are there, and they just get then they just get pulled under. And I knew I did that right. <laughs> Adam just went, oh shit, what do we do? <laughs> Yeah, that I, I was, was a, that was a very good session. I'm looking forward to the to the next one. Yeah, fighting that uh, big behemoth. I think one of my favorite moments too from the session is when I'm uh, you uh, when when the party like sat around the campfire at the air out their drama and your character had no idea what was happening. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, the wee music was playing in your head. Yes, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, one one of these we got we got to do a D and D episode one of these days. Um, yes, we do. Uh, did you? Oh, did you watch Hawkeye? No, still haven't watched it yet. I know, I heard some crazy shit happened. Yeah, episode five is wild, and uh, the, again, the the the, the series is uh season or at least the series is ending next week. So you know, yeah, I'll, I'll get that. caught up. I just yeah. need the time to do it. I, I will also say, um, uh, we have a little indie film coming out this this week. Some uh, little, little, little little film, maybe you heard of it. It's called Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to see that over the weekend. Me and Adam are going up to Tim's on Saturday. And, uh, I will be seeing it. We're going to go Friday. watch it. I will be seeing it Friday with a friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very Yeah, excited. so look forward to that when we talk about that. Yeah. Um, a f- probably a f- next week's episode. A friend of mine um, wanted to... Uh, well, the next week from the week you guys are hearing this because we record well, actually, everything actually, the week prior. Actually, no, well, because we're doing we're recording episode on Sunday, so actually they'll just hear it on Christmas, won't they? Well, I mean, that's if we choose to talk about it on Christmas. Fair enough. All Speaking right. of everybody, we're doing a Yule Log special. Uh, I was going to wait till the end to announce it, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's all good. Well, yeah, yeah we're doing a Yule Log special for all of you guys. We're gonna do um, we're gonna do an episode on Christmas Day, so that if you guys are, you know, there's kind of a lull in your Christmas party, or you're, um, you know, you're not really doing much of anything. You know, you got a little bit of the slumps. We're here to lift you back up. Or tear you down where you belong. <laughs> <With us. laughs> no, Malik. No. <laughs> like, you're Santa. I'm Krampus. Oh, shit. Hold on. I just got a message. Oh, no. Dude, why would you send me a picture of your penis? Wait, what? What the fuck, man? Why wait, you gotta do that? In the wait, middle of the podcast? Was that necessary? I, I didn't do that. Why why would you I, do that? I'm mad because I actually checked to see if I did. God damn, look at the size of that thing. 
is happening? What just happened? I don't know. I don't really want to do accuse you. What was the point of that? I don't know. <laughs> it's just like surprise. I gotta keep you on your toes. <laughs> Look at this whole cock and balls. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, Christmas time, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so um, Chess dude, I was watching roasting um, on a fire. I'm sorry. I'm glad you went into Christmas you because that's exactly where I was gonna go. Um, okay. we're starting to get that podcast similar mind thing going on. Um, God, kind of. This is the final episode. I can't <laughs> do this anymore. So, I was watching. Uh, you know what? You know what's great? I was watching the music video for "Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever watched that video? Mm-mm. It's so. It's it's literally just people gathering together in a bar, just having a good time drinking on Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> but like, for some reason, I had it in my mind that it just made that it just like. I after watching the video, I saw that they were clearly at a bar just drinking and having a good time. But for some reason in my mind, I always thought the music video took place in a log cabin, like <laughs> almost like a mountain house, some sort of thing, kind of like a ski lodge, you know, you know, it, yeah. It, yeah, but um, yeah, it turns out I was completely wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> what is your uh, what's your favorite Christmas song? Um, hmm. What is my favorite Christmas song? Because this was asked of us at the at the D and D session, um, mm-hmm. and I have my four. I do like Snow Miser, Heat Miser. I'm Mister White Christmas. That's all I've been I'm hearing Mr. on TikTok. Snow. I love them because they're so good. Um, what's oh? I do like that one. Have a holly jolly Christmas. That one's a classic. It's the best time of the. It's great for like comedy bits too because you just play it in silence or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else do I enjoy? Uh Jingle Bells is also good. Jingle Bells. It's also fun to like I I love the uh the uh the Simpsons bit. Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin laid an egg. I actually had an idea for a Christmas intro that was just like for one of for one of the episodes of the podcast where um actually you know what? I'm not gonna tell you because we may <laughs> use that for the Christmas episode. Ooh. <laughs> But um, yeah. So my four Christmas songs. These are the four Christmas songs that, to me, it doesn't feel like Christmas until I hear them. Um, like I have to hear them in order to get in the Christmas spirit. It's kind of weird, but like, it's just how much I love the songs. It is uh in no particular order. It is um Merry Christmas or Merry Xmas Wars Over by John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um, simply having a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Um. Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and Band-Aids Feed the World. About to say, if you just had the four Beatles, like a single from each of the four Beatles, <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have let you cut. But yeah, obviously the two of them is because I'm biased and I love the Beatles, but like mm-hmm. the other two is because like it's funny because I've always liked, as a kid, I've always loved that song, Feed the World by Band-Aid. Never knew the history behind it. Do you know, do you know about that? Mm-mm, I do not. So the history behind Feed the World it's it's actually pretty interesting. So back in the eighties is when people first discovered that in Ethiopia people were starving and you know didn't have much water or anything like that. Their water was filthy. They found out that they were starving. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. I just thought of starving Marvin from South Park. <laughs> Not because I'm a monster, everyone. But um, people had, in the eighties people like just recently started finding out about that because of like there was some newscaster or something like that that went out there and recorded it. Then once it hit the news, it got really fucking big. So a bunch of hit artists in Europe got together, like Boy George. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I remember there was Boy Boy George, Phil Collins, um, and two other people. I can't exactly remember who they are at the moment. But they got together and they made they formed Band Aid and made Feed the World. They made that song to raise money for Ethiopians, and because of that, two concerts actually spread uh, for that. And that's Live Aid, which you probably know is Queen's best show. Mm. Like everybody associates Queen with their like their best show of all time was Live Aid. So th- there was two shows going at the exact same time. One was in uh, in Europe at Wembley Stadium, and the other one was in Philadelphia at John F. Kennedy Stadium, a stadium that we don't have anymore. Um, so in Europe, 
uh, in Britain, there was obviously like Queen and Elton John. I think Paul McCartney played stuff like a lot of famous British artists and stuff like that. Um, in uh, in Philadelphia, we had like Ozzy Osbourne and like Madonna and stuff like that, and it was actually. They were two really iconic concerts that helped raise a lot of money for Ethiopia. But, um, like, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought for a second there. But it's actually really crazy because, you know, everybody equivalates Live Aid to Queen because that's obviously, like I said, their biggest show and arguably, like, their best show. Um, but the real largest show was actually in Philly. They had more people in attendance at the Philly show than they did Europe, European, uh, the British show, which was interesting. Yeah. Once I found out the history behind that, it made that song mean a lot more to me. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. Everybody out there listening, ask your parents if they went to that. They probably did. Everything's bigger in Philly, baby. Yeah. They, uh, so I want to bring attention to a special, christmas song that was uh that i had actually forgot about surprisingly considering this is like my favorite joe christmas song of all time um it is the ozzy osbourne and jessica simpson walking in a winter wonderland song (laughs) (laughs) that song is weird have you like i know you saw a little bit of it at the D &D session but like if you actually sit down and watch that video like i'm pretty sure ozzy's fucking hung over his shit or he's high out of his mind (laughs) because he's just wearing this hat and he's got sunglasses on he's got the scarf and everything like that and he's just sitting there like just the way he was singing too it's just like sleigh bells ring are you listening God damn it. And Jessica Simpson's like in this nice, like cute, like 2005 ish out snow outfit and stuff. And then it's just, Oh my God. The song, the song is just so weird. There's a scene where Ozzy Osbourne and Jessica Simpson are making a snowman. And Ozzy just goes, what the hell? Like he's looking at her like, what the hell are you doing? You don't put the carrot up there. And then he puts it down where it's Dick should be. (laughs) (laughs) It was meant to be a serious Christmas song, but it is bad. (laughs) Oh yeah, Ozzy doesn't sound like he takes that seriously. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, the, the veer away from I haven't been giving much to Christmas, much thought of Christmas songs, but I've been thinking about some Christmas specials I enjoyed, and um, uh, one that we didn't bring up last time that I would love to bring up again is uh, Justice League, uh, the animated series of uh, DC animated. Oh Universe, yeah. The, the Justice League Christmas special. God, I haven't I, seen that in years. I love watching it. I, 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 I'm about to make that my tradition to watch that once a year. It's at, actually really funny. I will say before we get into the Justice League discussion, um, the uh, the episode last week's episode that we had Clancy's on, or that we had Clancy on, uh, we were talking about the episode where, oh shit, which, oh, it was the episode where Holly comes back and mm-hmm. they do the jazz Christmas. Yes. That uh, that episode actually came on that night after we got oh, done the wow. podcast. I put it on and it came on. That's so good. I love it. classic. <laughs> I was like, Christmas. wow, you got gotta love it. Classy Christmas. Classy but, uh, Christmas. Y- yeah, man. Justice League's um, uh, ho- cr- I'm not Halloween Christmas special is so good because again, like it's just a bunch of different stories, um, from the point of view of different Justice League members. Uh, Martian Manhunter goes to spend Christmas with the uh with the Kens and Superman, uh, and he, he learns the true meaning, meaning of Christmas. Uh, Flash is trying to get a toy that far a, a farting duck for uh, <laughs> the orphan kids. Uh, Hawk Hawk Girl takes Green Lantern to a bar. And space, um, I believe, when they get into a fight, but it's it's so good, so enjoyable. Um, it has one of my favorite lines. Um, uh, uh, when Superman is talking to Martha and uh and uh Jonathan, uh, his his mom and dad with Mark Venter, and they're like telling a story about Clark and his kid, like, oh yeah, we had we used to have to wrap Clark's uh presents in lead so he couldn't see through them, and then Clark just goes. You mean Santa wrapped them? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Um, it's even great later because, like, you later on when John's like leaving the house, he sees Clark downstairs at the present. And he just goes, "Dang it, it's lead!" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so good. It's I love Superman, man. It's moments like that make him great. I uh, Boy Meets World had a couple of Christmas specials. Uh, actually, oh, one nice. of them in which uh, Sean gets involved with the mafia. 
No way. I think I remember hearing yeah. about this one. So the there's a couple Boy Meets World Christmas episodes. In season one, there's the episode where uh, Sean's dad gets laid off. So he's not going to have a big Christmas. So Corey decides, I'm going to give him my... Um, he was he was bragging in the beginning of the episode. He's bragging about how he's getting an authentic nylon net for basketball. And what he decides to do is he decides to give Sean the basketball that he had gotten for Christmas, that he was getting for Christmas, hmm. uh, just to be a good friend and stuff like that. But Sean, thinking that he's just doing this for charity, didn't want the gift. So he, um, Corey then realizes that, you know, like, I, I'm trying to remember the exact lesson that was learned there. Corey kind of realizes, like, you know, you don't just give people a gift because you feel bad. You give it because you genuinely want to mm. or something like that. That might not be the actual lesson. That's what I remember taking from it. I, it's, it's been a little bit since I watched Boy Meets World, people. Give me, cut me some slack. <laughs> but, cut um, me some slack here. Yeah, that that was like one of the first Christmas episodes they had. Uh, Sean ends up giving Corey a nylon net that it was in his garage. It was his dad's. Um, so like they they end up becoming friends again, and they realize the true meaning of Christmas. There is um, there's one in high school, two in high school technically, um, one in high school where, uh, Sean and Sean and Corey get jobs in order to get christmas gifts for their family and their friends sean ends up working in a dock and Corey ends up working at this coffee shop and in this coffee shop there is only two people in attendance at all times and they're both mafia members yeah <laughs> I, I remember watching this on a, i think it's college humor or something they did yeah, a very so, special episode yeah so Corey serves them coffee and then they end up tipping them a little bit extra to do a job for them and it wasn't like Corey just sees it as oh hey they they want me to take this, uh, like uh, my favorite is the joke, uh, is the joke where he's just like, he slips him a 20 and he just goes, I want you to take this letter to the, to the mailbox on maple and pine. And he's just like, well, sir, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sound like harsh or anything, but, uh, there is no mailbox on maple and pine. And he just goes, come here, come here. And he gets closer and he goes today, there's going to be a mailbox on maple and pine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he takes it but Corey just sees it as like you know he's just doing them a favor and he's getting an extra tip for it um and he's also working for the guy sal sal uh, 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 that's what they say uh, in the yeah. show but uh, <laughs> and uh so sean is the one that pick like he shows sean what he's been doing and sean realizes dude you have been working for the mafia and Corey immediately quits so sean goes over and talks to them and they end up getting him to do the dirty work and he starts doing a little bit more like the the tasks start getting more and more messed up as you go, as the episode goes on to the point where sean is literally sitting outside in the freezing cold with a box just waiting for somebody to come pick it up. And Corey ends up coming up to him and telling him like, you know, like, um, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm waiting. I'm doing this job. I want to, you know, I want to get good gifts for, for you and, and my family and stuff like that. And he's like, he's like, why aren't you coming to spend, why aren't you out here on Christmas Eve night, freezing your, freezing your took us off. And you don't even know they what's in that. Say, you don't even know what's in that. Us. Yeah. They say took us all the time. Um, but he's like, you don't even know what's in that box. It could be something like really dangerous. And he's like, nah, man, it's just a teddy bear or something like that. And he's just like, or it could be a severed head. Like they don't say exactly a severed, a severed head, but they kind of imply it a little bit. And um, then Sean finally realizes what he's doing. And then they end up going back to Corey's place for Christmas. Um, there's another episode of Boy Meets World where sean and topanga or sean and topanga Corey and topanga spend their first christmas together and Corey is stuck with doing his family's traditions and topanga also has her own traditions so they realize like both of them are about to get married at this point they're both engaged i believe and uh they they kind of pick up on each other's christmas traditions and Corey doesn't seem to like how the christmas traditions are so because he's used to his own so the, the the life lesson in that one is that you realize, you know, you kind when you're building a new family like both of them, both of those two, you kind of tend to make your own traditions, you know, mm. which is a pretty good episode. Then they have an episode where um, 
I think that might be the same episode, actually, when uh they do like the Christmas Carol, the ghost of Christmas past, present and future and shit like that. Um, the, but yeah, those those are a couple of the Christmas episodes. There's probably more uh, that I'm forgetting at the moment, but <laughs> gotcha. I just uh, like the Mafia episode. <laughs> there's a uh, Batman. Today, the Anima- there's going to be a mailbox on Maple and Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Batman the Animated Series has a really good Christmas special, too, that I love. It's called. It's one of my favorite episodes of all time of that series. It's called Holiday Nights. Um it's uh it's it's essentially uh, it's it's again it's a, it's a bunch it's a collection of stories from the Batman verse uh um t- the from like different bat family members and villains and just them on Christmas day uh, even up till New Year's and my favorite one is Poison I probably talked about this in the show before but uh Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn um they decide that they want to go um they want to spend christmas uh this year like having fun so they break into wayne manor during a party and kidnap bruce wayne (laughs) and uh they then use uh harley they then use ivy's mind control lipstick to brainwash bruce and make him go on a spending spree for them so literally they just like use all his credit cards and all of his money to just like buy all the dresses all the makeup everything and i'm just like (laughs) part of me is like you're villains just steal it (laughs) but like it's just it's so funny to watch him like struggle he's like no they're taking my money i must my buy bat themed thongs with this like you know (laughs) imagine he's like that it's just it's just funny to see him like write a check and he's like struggling like no no (laughs) did you know that there's actually been times at war where both sides will stop fighting each other to celebrate christmas yes uh there was one i think there was one in world war ii yeah, I, I I think it was World War One. Maybe, but uh, yeah. Uh, going back to it, there's another point. Um, what what else happened? Um, th- th- my favorite one. Um, my favorite line from that is from Harvey Bullock, who has to pretend to be a mall Santa, and uh, <laughs> a a a, um, a kid comes up to him and sits on his uh, you know, sits on his lap, asking Santa for something, and the kid goes, "Are you the real Santa?" Then Harvey goes, "Sure, I am. Want to see my gun?" <laughs> <laughs> the kid just runs off. It's so funny. Um, that just made me think of uh, another part of the Boy Meets World Christmas episodes. I think it was the <coughs> I forget what episode. It's when they're in college. Um, there's an episode where Eric dresses up as Santa and works as a mall Santa, and he he gets so infatuated with giving kids like presents like the minute they show up that he ends up like taking everybody's gifts. And giving them to the kids. So, like, all the gifts that, like, Corey's dad and mom and, like, Corey and, like, the family all put under the tree. He, like, took all of them and just gave them to the kids <laughs> instead. <laughs> and so they didn't have a Christmas when he gave it to all the kids. And um, one of them is this kid, Timmy, who, uh, or Tommy, that's his name, who asked if he could have a family for Christmas. And then Eric just felt so fucking bad that he couldn't give him a family for Christmas because he's an orphan. Um, they had like the orphanage kids come up and uh, the, he just felt so terrible that he couldn't do it. But he ended up uh, being like a, doing like the big brother program with the kid. And then it leads into this whole like couple part like series going on in the in that season where like Eric was the big brother to him and then like he wanted to adopt him and stuff like that. It was just crazy. It's just that I love that episode just cuz that's the introduction of Tommy and I liked uh I liked Tommy. He was cool. Nice. But yeah, discussing the uh the World War 1 or World War 2 Day of Peace on Christmas Day. Can you imagine just like you know, you're at war with this enemy side and all of you get together and you start celebrating Christmas together. But the minute it hits 12 o'clock, you're just like, back to war. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give yeah, you a I 10 second I... head start to get back to your dugout, <laughs> to get yeah, back I'm... to your trench. You know, what? it was World War One because Doctor Who did a uh, episode about that. I remember it. Um it was. It was. The, I think it's called the Christmas Armistice. And remember, like they literally, like they were in the trenches and they just stopped firing one day for Christmas. And even still, like some of them started playing soccer together too. I was like, yeah, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> gonna shoot you tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, damn. What would have happened if, like, during that Christmas Armistice, where like no, no shots were fired at all except for one, and it's just like, all right, who's the asshole that fucking <laughs> shot the gun? Yeah, like, oh, who's the course. asshole that tried to shoot MacGyver? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like you got ruined Christmas. I, guess. I don't know why my brain went to MacGyver. <laughs> oh my god. 
So uh, AEW is um, having their big event. Um, winter is coming, and uh, Punk CM Punk just came out, and he's wearing a shirt that has a vagina on it. And it <laughs> says, and it says, "Get your own, then tell it what to do." And I'm like, that. Mm, that's, <laughs> that's mm, I love him so much. That's great. I need to, um, dude. I I, I got to admit, this Christmas is fucking flying by. Yeah, this it's really, really catching up to me. Good. Like I was just thinking last night because yesterday I was supposed to start buying all my Christmas gifts for people and stuff like that, and I did. Uh, between yesterday and today, I got like I said, I got three people left. But um, I it's just like I was at dinner and my mom was like, uh, "Did you do your Christmas? Do you have any ideas for? Uh, did you get any more ideas for Christmas? Did you buy anything yet?" And I was like, "No." And then I just hit me like I've been so busy lately, just dealing with a bunch of stuff at work and like. You know, we've been focusing on the podcast, and I've also been focusing on streaming. That it's just flying by for me this year. Yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's definitely it's going fast, man. It's, it's a lot. It's just one of those years, but um, I hope everybody else is having. I don't mean to put anybody down by talking about this, but like, you know, I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves and enjoying Christmas. Some some things that I tend to do when you know I get a little bit down for Christmas is uh. Like today, for example, I wasn't really feeling in the best of moods today. Um, I was kind of a grump all day today. I I don't know. I was just kind of not oh, myself today you, at you work the, and stuff. You you were the Grinch today. I see. I was. Well, like I just really wasn't feeling it today. And I get done work. I come home. Yeah, I always find that just like you know, cooking yourself something nice to eat. My mom cooked dinner, obviously. But like once I got something in my stomach and I got a shower, I just I, I feel so much better. You know. I said this before that when I'm feeling down, taking a shower usually helps me feel like I'm back to normal. But uh, for anybody out there that's that's down this Christmas time, whatever that may be, um, we hope that you can find a way to pull yourself out and really enjoy yourself this year. You know, I don't mean to get really deep there, but <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all good. Um, you know, I just want people yeah. to enjoy themselves because I enjoy myself most days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, try to think. What else is happening? Um, that, that we should talk about. Try to think. Of, uh, I think we should talk about uh, favorite like uh, gifts you ever gotten over Christmas. Oh man, favorite gifts. Um, do you have any in mind? While I'm thinking, when, when I was really young, I'll never forget when I got, got op- went and opened up my uh, my gifts and I saw just and then sixty four. Donkey Kong 64, uh, <laughs> Jungle Green. I again, like, I'm, I was so excited. It had, uh, it, it had the, um, like, it had DK 64 on the box art. Came with the golden cartridge. I was like, let's go. Didn't understand how the controller worked at first, but you know, because it's got that stupid three prongs. But still, it was, I loved it. I didn't say one of my best would probably be. <laughs> singing the donkey cut dk island <laughs> yep um one of my best gifts would have had to have been back when i used to play guitar all the time i really wanted a bc rich metal master warlock and i felt kind of like ralphie from a christmas story because that's all i would talk about is this bc rich metal master warlock and the way i would describe it was like is like how he does with the with the bb gun and it's just like I was like, I want a BC Rich Metal Master Warlock for Christmas, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then uh, finally I come I come out. You know, it's Christmas morning. I go out. It's like, I don't know, maybe like uh, maybe like freshman year. I think it was about 2008, 2009, somewhere around that area. I, uh, I go out and uh, no, it was sophomore year. Yeah, that's what it was. And uh, I go out and I see this big box that resembles a guitar box. And I was just like... I was like, oh, man, could this be it? And uh, I I opened it up, and lo and behold, got me a Metal Master Warlock. I still have it to this day. I love that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play it as much as I should, but, you know, it's still there. <laughs> I'll never forget the Christmas. Uh, I believe this is Christmas of 2010. Uh, yeah, it's 2010 because that's when I got Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Dude, and, I uh, feel you on that one with the Christmas of 2010 because that's when I got my first Xbox 360. Nice. I already have my 360, but, like, brotherhood was out was out at the time and, and like that was the game like 
Brotherhood was like a game I was so excited for. Like I watched every dev diary, every trailer, every interview, every scrap of it. I get. I, I I watched it, and then to get it on Christmas morning to pop it in and to like have it live up to every expectation. Like oh my <laughs> god, that was magic. Like not only live up, it exceeded it too. Like it was just Brotherhood was just such a fun game, man. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, I might even I might pop that bad boy on after this. Christmas of 2010 always makes you think about I had gotten my 360 for the first time. And one of the games that I played the most literally every night was uh, call of duty world at war. I used to play on, online every night with my brother and our, and our friend and Oh my God, it was just something about that time. There's just, it's one of those times that I, that I think back on and I'm like, damn, that was a good period of time in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I remember my living room was set up all weird. It was like, um, I, by weird, I mean, like, normally we have our couches set up in the living room a certain way, and it usually tends to be the same rotation of about three or four different styles for the living room. Uh, this year was a little different because the TV was, like, up towards the front, and then there was, like, the couches on either side and stuff. And, you know, at the time, we had just gotten new carpeting, new hardwood flooring in the dining room and stuff like that, and it just – everything felt different, but, like, a good different, you know what I mean? And I just remember sitting on the floor playing World at War every night. And then uh, then 2011 came around. I played Skyrim. Oh, man. Great times. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Excellent times on the 360. Nowadays, it's Halo. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's all about the Halo, we, baby. Hopefully, we get my copy of Halo soonish. Yeah, you definitely got to play Halo, man. It's so good. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been hearing, man. Again, it's great to have everyone enjoying Halo again. Yeah, it is. It's great to have everybody talking about it, playing it. It's like it's like a blast from the past, you know? Yeah. It's that old that old feeling that every Halo fan's been waiting for for a very long time. I gotcha. I, I've, I've been having a little bit of a Borderland, Borderlands itch, so I've, uh, I've been, I played through Borderlands 1 and beat it the other night. And I'm oh, like, yeah? Damn it, I still love this game. It's 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 so it's it's why well, I think again I, I mentioned this in the group chat later, but I think I'm the I'm the only person I know, like among my friends and people that like legitimately played and enjoyed all five Borderlands games. <laughs> like every like everyone I've met has like just has at least one they couldn't get into or didn't like. I am the only one I know of myself that enjoys all five of them. Yeah, yeah. It's such it's so weird to me. Um, but yeah, it, it it's cool to replay that now with all the knowledge of what's to come later on. So certain scenes hit different in their lines. Like I'm like, oh, that becomes big. I'm like, oh, that becomes a different thing. Oh, I know where that character goes. And like, oh, I know what that foreshadow is. You know, it's it, it's always dope doing that with certain games. Yeah. The, um. So another gift that I remember, the really big item at the time, it was 2006, which you probably know what the big item was at the time in 2006. Probably. It was a Nintendo Wii. <laughs> um, everybody knows how big of an event the Nintendo Wii was when it first came out. If you don't look it up, there's literally a fucking South Park episode about it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Cartman freezes himself and goes to the future. Yeah, 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 just to get his hands on the Nintendo Wii. So, like I said, uh, the big item that year was the Nintendo Wii. Everybody, like, PlayStation 3 was really big that year, but it was mainly the Wii everybody wanted. So I, along with a lot of other people, really wanted a Nintendo Wii. They were very, very hard to get. About as hard to get as a PS5 or a Series X right now. And I remember it got to a point where certain certain places, and I know this because this happened to me, um, my mom went to go get me a Wii, for Christmas, but she couldn't find it <clears throat> because it was really hard to get. So what ended up happening was I got a Walmart gift card with the Wii on it for $250, which was the price of the Wii. Um, I'll never forget God, that geez. just be- just because My it God. I know, right? So cheap. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Different times, man. Different times. Switch, switch went up to 300. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so how much, the Wii How much was the Wait, how much was the Wii U? The Wii U? Um yeah. 250. I believe. Uh, but yeah, I I remember like just I, I had this gift card and I had been sitting on it for like a good couple months. I don't think I actually got it until about February of that year. But still, it was really great to finally be able to get one. I played the hell out of that Wii. 
I honestly, like, now that I think about it, I traded in my Wii. I kind of want to get a Wii back because I loved playing My Sims on that. Like, it's weird because it's like, I've never been a big fan of The Sims, but playing My Sims, it was a complete, it was almost a different <laughs> game. Like, had similar styles as the, as the Sims, but, like, they all had a story to it and stuff like that. I, I remember playing My Sims Kingdoms, and I loved it. Um, I remember My Sims Kingdoms. I'm there's still go. a song that goes way too hard on that on that game. <laughs> it, there's there's the one level, uh, the one island that you go to, which is like a prep school. And then I remember the final mission is that you need to prepare them for their high school dance, and you try to get this nervous kid to ask out this girl. And then he finally asks her out, and they dance to this like song that just went way too fucking hard. <laughs> but it, it 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 slaps, man! It slaps. I think, uh, there was some. I remember ga- uh, Christmas gifts. I also got uh, going to the wrestling por- uh, portion of things. Um, I remember one Christmas I got the Hell in a Cell set and the Elimination Chamber set. I got the Elimination and, Chamber set. I remember that. See, I love the Elimination Chamber set, but I was so annoyed because it only came with two pods. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, like, why, I'm like how can I have a full I, Elimination Chamber match with yeah, only two start, pods? Yeah, I can't. I, like, I can't start off with this four, but again, it was really cool because like. It came together. It was New Year's Revolution. It had Carlitos. It, it it came with Cena, and I think it came. It only came with Cena, didn't it? I believe so. My problem with that was that it was so fucking big that it barely stood together. You know, yeah. like gotcha. I couldn't have anybody jump off the cage without it like breaking through or something like that. See, my problem was see the the first thing I did because it, it was because honestly it was a poor design choice for like a small kids. But like um I had the you know like the top part that like connect that was like made the roof of the elimination chamber. Whoa! Oh, what the! I'm sorry. You good? <laughs> I, just, you good? I uh, I keep the TV on in the background when we record uh-huh. these, and I leave it on mute. I just turned over to a commercial of Kathy Bates raking the leaves, and some girl was talking to her, and they show they like turn the the camera changes, and she's just raking leaves over a set of knives, and it just says, "What's Grandma hiding?" <laughs> Um, sounds, like, sounds, what happened? Sounds like American Horror Story commercial or something. Damn, it was not. Uh, <laughs> it was for some oh boy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, going back to it, um, you know the part of the chamber set that had the um that they they had the four like um the four rectangles that made the roof. Yeah. I broke that like probably like, a day or two after having it because it was like because first off it was only connected like the, the way it worked was that like it had this little like little little like little like blep this little like uh this little like like spike part that went into the chamber walls yep. that made the roof but like me i'm gonna put my wrestler on top of it to jump off of it yeah it i you know i don't get that like the weight's not right so like it just in me it's like it just snapped it so like bam it just, it just came off like oh there goes that yeah um, it wasn't really put together the best to be honest yeah uh, for the, it, the walls and stuff was cool. The pods was great. I remember I, I lost the pieces really quick though, and ended up breaking them. But still, like it's whatever. Um, Hell in a Cell was awesome. I like the Hell in a Cell bits because um, uh, the Hell in a Cell I didn't have, but Adam did. I used to love playing yeah, on that. I, I had it because it had uh, it came with Undertaker when he had his tongue out. And it oh, came nice. with Randy Orton, and it came with Randy Orton because in the red trunks. I remember having that and playing with that one a lot. Uh, yeah, the door and everything. It was a nice size. You could fit like all the whole ring was a nice size too. You could fit it in there. I remember I kept using because I I had I had three. I had I had two rings or I had I had the two or three rings. I had the raw ring. I had the I had the raw Mc- spring ring. You know the one that bounced. <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have a spring ring, but my ring came with like a like set. So like it, it came with like a set that was like over top of it. So that like they you could like oh the rest was climbing up the top of the step jumping off I had that and I think I had another ring oh I had the elimination chamber ring so nice. but I used the Hell in a Cell ring more because it was just a better ring because it was bigger and like yeah. you had more space yeah it was, I was like, that way with the uh, with the elimination chamber ring because it was a little bit bigger than what I had yeah, yeah and I thought that wow this is like so much better so I just used that all the time with the ramp you no know I had a WrestleMania twenty one ring as well. But I think I lost that one. But it did have like um, I did have the entrance set for WrestleMania 21. Um, I'm trying to think what else was there. Um, the, the, I'm trying to think of anything else that I got. Yeah, you know, you know, there's a there, there's a war game set out there now, and I, I the like the kid in me was all like, damn it, I kind of want that. <laughs> what is it? 
there's a war game set for NXT uh, oh. out there. And I'm like, and the inner kid in me was all like, dang. See, the inner kid in me looks at Transformers and goes, I'm going to buy that and collect mm-hmm. it. And it's going to sit on my shelf and I'm going to play with it from time to time. At the time. So, like, I don't know if other Transformers collectors do this. I know I do. Um, and I know a good portion of Transformers collectors out there tend to do this. What I tend to do is some days when I'm feeling not myself, like, today I'll probably end up doing it as well. What I like to do is I'll go over to my bookshelf. I'll take a look at what Transformer I haven't transformed in a good while. And I'm like, let's see if I remember how to do this. And then I'll go and I'll do it. And once I, I sometimes I end up having a little bit more trouble than usual because it's been a while since I've used it you know I don't have the rule book for it anymore so I go ahead and you know try it again to see if I remember it but once you actually like go back to it and remember it you kind of feel good about yourself you know and that's like that's another thing that I forgot to mention that I do whenever I'm feeling down um just I I pick up a transformer I transform it and I feel good about myself because I'm like yeah I did that There was something else that was uh, I used to I I loved getting. Oh, um, I remember uh, going back to 2010. That's the year I got three Nerf guns for Christmas, and I was a menace around the house with those things. (laughs) I had the shotgun essentially. It was the shotgun with the drum because you could pump it and like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, You can also make it rapid fire. I had the rifle, which you could like take apart and make it do a pistol. But like Ooh. still, like uh, yeah, that was it was it was it it was it looked really cool. It was called the CS. No, it was called um uh, the clear shot or something because it looked like it was like see through. Yeah, you could like it. It, it had like, the origin sides. Then I don't know why my parents got me this. Like I like I genuinely questioned them getting me this. But like they got me they got me the Vulcan, which was the minigun <laughs> essentially <laughs> that like took batteries. You could just go and just fire everywhere. I never got oh. any Nerf guns for Christmas, so I never really had oh. an interest. Nerf guns until I got uh, older. Oh, dude, I, I play. Oh, please, I was playing Call of Duty as a kid. I hell yeah, I had interest in Nerf <laughs> guns. Like, yeah, I wanted to play Nerf guns. But, I've always yeah, just uh, been interested in toys. A lot of my toys consisted of, believe it or not, <laughs> robots that combine. Um, <laughs> because I was a big Power Rangers fan, and they had you know the Megazords and stuff like that. And then uh, I, I shouldn't even say robots that combine. Robots that transform and combine. So, mm-hmm. like, as a kid, I had a bunch of Transformers Armada stuff, and uh, I think a couple, maybe, like, one or two of the universe stuff, because, like, my family knew that I liked Transformers, so they would get it for me. Um nice. But, yeah, like, I, I still have a lot of, like, my Minicons from Armada and stuff like that. I remember I had a uh, Optim- I had Optimal Optimus from Beast Wars, uh, and I, as a kid, I never knew how to transform it. I unfortunately ended up breaking the tank piece off of the, uh, like the gun piece that also had his head. Uh, I ended up breaking that apart. And like, I think back to that sometimes and I'm like, damn, I should have been better with my toys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think we all think that sometimes it happens. Uh, You're a kid, you know, you don't, I didn't know how to transform these things. The only thing I knew how to turn it into was a monkey because that was the easiest way to if anybody knows Optimal Optimus from Beast Wars, um, it, the be- like the easiest transformation was the monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think what's some of like the best toys I've or not toys, but like some of the gifts I've gotten like as adults. I never forget Adam got me that freaking Roadhog hook replica. Yeah, I fucking love that fucking loads. Like leaning up against my wall right now. I got I you uh, first appearance of Black Bolt last yes, year. Yes, that, you got that's for, that was for my birthday, wasn't it? I thought that was Christmas last year. I think you had it for my birthday. Really. Yeah, exactly. What did I, I get you for you, Christmas last cause, year? Because I don't know, but like you told me ahead of time, because my birthday had passed. Yeah, that's why. That's why you told me ahead of time because it was for my birthday. Huh? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you got me for Christmas. I don't know either. Um, I could have swore that was it. I'll never forget. I got Tom that may light. Oh, I, I got our friend that Overwatch um light. And yeah. he held on to it for a year. Yeah, because, because I didn't to see him. To him. I, every time I did see him, I forgot, though. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, get him his gift. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, horrible. You probably shouldn't have given that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight. I remember I also got you that Doctor Strange statue, too. Yeah, that one. It's still uh, It's not on display right now. It is on display in my closet. So <laughs> then by that, I mean... um. It is the way my closet's set up is that I have the dresser in there. Right in front of the dresser is my Metroplex box, and then on top of that is both of my Doctor Strange statues. Nice. So kind of on display, kind of not on display. <laughs> nice. I'm trying to think of anything else I can't. I can't. 
I'm trying to remember that. Guy. I get a lot of pops nowadays for Christmas too. Again, oh yeah. Again, everyone sees my wall. They see my pop tower, and they think, "Oh, he must like pops," which I do. But you know, it's and then like you know, they're, they're really easy gifts because like you know, like everyone they like are. you know, because it's like, Dude, oh, I like, have you so like this many fucking pops in my store. I wish somebody would come in and just buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> so we have no room for it. Oh my god. Yeah, you guys do have like one of those smaller pop sections. You should. We do. That's wild. We, the thing is, and I'm not talking trash on the company, everybody. I'm not like, like I said, I don't speak for GameStop, but I will say my store has a small pop section with a lot of pops. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Well, saying this, there are some GameStops with like a literal just like pop wall. I know. We don't, we're yeah. not big enough for that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Dude, I, I just looked down and I still have the fucking candy cord from Halloween. Why <laughs> do I still have that? I need to toss that. Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, try to think anything else. I'm trying to think what else I got for Christmas that I really enjoyed. Um, hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking like behind me now. Looking around like around my wall. I remember one year I had a Beatles Christmas where everybody just got me a bunch of Beatles stuff. It was nice. incredible. I got nice. like, I got like a 16 CD box set that I still have to this day of every Beatles CD. Um, I had. What else did I get? Oh, my God. I got, like, this fucking, like, tin box for the Beatles that comes with a car and, like, a shirt inside of it that I've never opened. Um, there was so much Beatles stuff that, like, I am like I got completely full of Beatles stuff on that. I got a giant 3D poster of Yellow Submarine. You've seen it in my room. Um, yeah. That That's still on display in my room. I got a big fucking Beatles poster framed. You've seen that one, too. I keep all my movie yeah. tickets on that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I got I got a lot of Beatles stuff that year. That was good Christmas. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember that year too because I, I was living at my dad's at that point. My mom came to get me, and the tire popped on the way to go get me from my dad's. And my mom put a donut on it, and we decided it would be a smart. It would be like we were gonna go visit my grandma on that, that day. So. We rode the donut all the way to Jersey, um, like Jesus. Wildwood, New Jersey, uh, two-hour drive on a donut, and it, the donut started to lose air. So we decided to put air in it, thinking that it might help, and lo and behold, the do- the donut popped too. We had uh, my cat at the time was in the back seat, crying up a fucking storm, wanted to get out of her little, uh, her little like, we, we didn't keep a cage everybody it was more of a uh it was more of like a carrying case for her. she wanted to get out of that so badly and then just like oh my god we were sitting there for like an hour or so and finally like my aunt came to pick me up and took the cat with us and stuff like that and it was just man that was a rough christmas <laughs> but yeah, it's a funny imagine. story to tell <laughs> nowadays Jesus. uh yeah i'm trying to think what anything else uh honestly packed episode honestly want to call it here yeah i'm down yeah yeah well uh, that's all you guys get <laughs> <laughs> well we well, we say that when you're, you're literally giving a whole another episode next week as well i know yeah you, yeah be sure to tune in for our christmas episode everybody Fahudor, maybe we'll, we'll actually send me a picture of his penis Fahudor, who no. knows <laughs> it's not happening. I don't know why I just decided to randomly do that. Like I literally got in the shower today and I was like, what if I blame Malik on the podcast for sending me a picture of his penis? And I wonder how he why would react. <laughs> why are you thinking why are you thinking about me in the shower? I don't know. Don't do that. You're a likable don't. person. I'm a what? You're a likable person. Yeah. Can't a man just think about his friends in the shower? No. I feel like we had this discussion on Sunday. No. <laughs> we did. I know we did. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. We did. I'm <laughs> wrong. But I, uh. But yeah. Um. Everybody, tune in for our Christmas special. It's the Yule Log special. Ooh, something big. Ooh. We got. We got something big planned for you guys, and uh, we're not gonna tell you what it is. I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on this one. Zip. That was me zipping my mouth. Everybody. That's that's how it works. I I take one one hand, put it on the side of my lip, and I just go zip. And that's how you know that I zip my lips. I don't we know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what that was. We have something planned for tomorrow. What's that? We have something planned for tomorrow. Do we have something planned for tomorrow? I don't know. 
I, I mean, don't. The Yule, I mean, the Yule Log special. Did I say tomorrow? I don't know. God, I'm I'm lost. I'm lost too. Where did you uh, wait? Where did you get that we were playing something for tomorrow? Not tomorrow. I me- I I think I think I said tomorrow. I accidentally said a Yule Log special. Like we're playing. I'm like we're playing something big. You mean? I'm like what? What? <laughs> what, what are we playing? that's big. All right. Well, everybody, we hope you have a good day, good week. Uh, you know, whatever you're up to. Shout out to our fans in Russia and Australia and Great Britain and India and Mexico and Canada. And, uh, yeah, we love you guys. And Vladimir from Gulag. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody in the U.S., of course. We're not going to leave you guys out. I just thought of Clancy's. I go, whoa, what are some of your favorite (laughs) How about the fact that I just straight up said, yo, y'all ready to dominate the world? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Putin's Putin's like, I like this podcast. Get them some of Ukraine. But yeah. Oh, honestly, Putin's no Putin's the Grinch in IRL. Putin, Putin Dude, is the I don't actual. Know what's been up with me lately? But I can't stop thinking about Putin on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I'll be sitting there just having a normal day, and all of a sudden, it just pops in my head: Putin on the Ritz, and I'm like, "That's funny. That is clever and funny." <laughs> like, <laughs> like my favorite joke about Putin is from John Oliver who said Putin's genitals must be a fist surrounded in thorns at this point <laughs> I'm like guy's not wrong no no he's not so, you don't, yeah, you don't, don't, we shouldn't mess with Putin he'll, he'll have someone poop on your car <laughs> that's an actual story that's an actual story like a, 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 a I think it was a reporter who like kept like questioning what Putin was doing like literally someone pooped on his car <laughs> So he's Brandon. <laughs> oh my God! Dude, what? You told that story on the podcast. Oh my God! <laughs> Brandon once legitimately took a shit on our friend's car. We take we take it. We took a shot at Putin. Now Putin's gonna shit back. Putin on the Ritz, everybody. <laughs> All right, we're getting out of here for real, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good day, mates. Good night. Bye. <laughs>